Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Jeff Palermo, columnist at WWL.com, Louisiana Network Sports Director, joins us now. Jeff, thank you so much for the time. Jeff, what game were you at last night? I had an interesting game. Parkview Baptist and Stephen Lab. Seven Lab guys. They got a running back by the name of Ty Davis. He's the next great running back to come out of Baton Rouge to hide Serious guys, Jeremy Hill, he's, he's that caliber player. He's a junior committed to LSU. And then uh, Ted Altanis, an offensive lineman, another junior who's committed to LSU. He's considered one of the better offensive linemen in, in all of the country for uh, the class of 2019. So, And Damone Clark, too, the linebacker. Uh, another guy like Duke Riley, Deion Jones, kind of a player for Southern Lab, and uh, those three guys are all committed to LSU, but it was Parkview Baptist that won last night, 23-20. Jeff Palermo is with us. You can follow Jeff on Twitter at Jeff Palermo, L-R-N, P-A-L-E-R-M-O, at Jeff Palermo, L-R-N. Jeff, now LSU and Troy, uh, I think if we go by where LSU is right now, uh, some people are kind of, and I, I'm in the mindset maybe expecting some similar things, similar type of game tonight as we did last week. Uh, you know, but the difference between last week and this week is that LSU's a little more banged up than they were a week ago at this time. Yeah, man, uh, it's amazing how many guys that they got banged up. You're right, all the guys that are questionable from Toby Weathersby, Rashard Lawrence, obviously Darius Geis. Uh, this is a t- you know John Battle. <laughs> uh, this this is. Uh, they're just looking for any healthy bodies that they can put out there at this point. And it really is amazing. It's been a long time since where LSU's really been fighting the depth issue, that they are that they got some guys that are in their 2 deep depth charts that at least at this point in their career probably don't deserve to be or shouldn't be in their in their 2 deep depth chart, but they got to put them out there because they got nobody else. And, uh, and, and you know, part of it is attrition, new coaching staff. Part of it is uh, guys that uh, were getting frustrated with whatever playing time they were having under less miles and decided to move on. Uh, it's obviously a, a different, a lot of factors and a lot of things. So uh, this is uh, the last tune-up before uh, conference play begins. And there's not that non-conference game in the middle of November that LSU sometimes has where they get a chance to get a bit of a breather because uh, after this week, guys, it's, it's it's SEC competition, and even though the SEC might not be what it was five or six years ago, uh, they're going to be playing at a high competition, and so uh, this is the one chance to really try to whatever you're trying to work on, whatever you're trying to to really uh, to, to really improve on before league play. This is your final chance, and they're and they're playing a good team, so they, they can't necessarily just take it for granted and think they're going to roll the helmets out there and just win. And, you know, Jeff, I, I, if the improvement can continue or, or happen, I think Coach O has really laid the foundation and doing things that uh, that are appeasing to the 
to the Tiger fans. Now, ultimately, it comes down to wins and losses. But just, for instance, like his press conference Monday, you know, pretty much he's straight shooter. What he tells you, you know, some people would say, well, I'd like to have a little more. But whatever he tells you, it's not like, you know, it doesn't come into fruition. And I would expect, uh, you know, to see some more snaps tonight from Miles Brennan. Like he said last week, he said, we don't have a quarterback controversy. We've got quarterbacks with two different styles. Mm-hmm. And some of the things that Miles does, you know, uh, uh, Etling uh, has a different skill set, and Etling does some of the things that uh, Brennan does has because of his experience. But you know, four or five last week got the ball out fast. Uh, I, I think you're going to see some more now. How they put him in the game and when they put him in the game is different. But I think Tiger fans and, and rightfully so are, are liking the the way that they're seeing uh, the young quarterback mature. I, t- I I liked what they did last week. I mean, I, I saw some criticism. I think it just might be fans just some fans just criticized whatever whatever happened. But I, I was more uh, I, I didn't like the, the fact that they used Darius Geis at all last week. That made no sense to me. But I like the idea of putting Miles Brennan out there. And you have to wonder. I mean, Ed Orgeron will never admit this, but you have to wonder if there is a little bit of an eye towards 2018. And he has a bit of a transition here this season where you're playing the five SEC road games. It's his first year. I don't want to necessarily say it's a honeymoon year, uh, but he knows he probably has a year to work with here. And so why not? Why not get Miles Brennan not only ready in case something does happen to Danny Etling, but also with an eye towards 2018 where it certainly does seem like it will be Miles Brennan's team unless, you know, Lil Narcisse really improves the uh, and beats him out next year or if there's another quarterback that comes along in this uh, next recruiting class. So I, I like the idea of using him. I, hey, maybe we might see him in the second quarter. We saw him in the third quarter last week. Maybe we see him in the second quarter this week. And I think it also uh, helps give the uh, offense, it you know, gives the other teams uh, something to think about uh, that, you always hear about it. The opposing defenses when they have to comp- have to have to prepare for two quarterbacks. That's just that's just extra time that they have to uh, focus in on. That they could be focusing in on something else. Visiting with Jeff Palermo, columnist at WWL.com, Louisiana Network Sports Director. Coming up in just a moment, we'll have a CBS one-minute break, and then we're going to get her. But it's got a couple questions for Jeff Palermo, and then we'll get Jeff's take. As uh, right now, LSU's next opponent has just moved to uh, what is it now? Three and one on the season as the Florida Gators take care of Vanderbilt today, 38 to 24. And uh, Malik Davis led the way for the uh, Gators, 17 carries, 124 yards, and two touchdowns today. So, Jeff, uh, LSU's next opponent, the Florida Gators, are now perfect 3-0 and in SEC play and 3-1 and overall. And we'll get Jeff's take on the LSU's next opponent, Florida. And Herb Tyler has a couple questions for our Jeff Palermo. Counting it down to LSU and Troy tonight. The 3-1 and Troy Trojans come to town. Winners are three straight after losing their opening game to Boise State University. So we'll have the latest college football scoreboard at some early games. The 11 o'clock kickoffs now are starting to go final, and the 2.30 games are getting set to go into action. 504-260-1870. You can text us at 870-870. And for the latest on the Saints, Tigers, Pelicans, all sports, go to WWL.com. More with Jeff Palermo, but first up is a 60-second CBS update. Jeff Palermo, columnist at WWL.com and Louisiana Network Sports Directors take on today's game, LSU and Troy. Herb, you got Jeff to yourself now. Hey, Jeff. Um, Greedy Williams played a great game this past weekend. Um, I look forward to him playing another great game this weekend and, and weekends to come. 
Um, I do have a question for you, though, in regards to Darius Geis. I know you mentioned that you were shocked that they actually played him last week. Um, give me twofold on this particular question. Why were you shocked that they played him? And then um, with Daryl Williams coming in and playing as well as he did, how much more action do you think Daryl will get going forward? Well, the reason why I was I was shocked is that I thought maybe uh, Ed Orgeron learned a lesson last year with Leonard Fournette. Uh, the you know he wasn't supposed to play in that game against Florida. He, he still put him out there after you have a, a pregame shoving match, and, and Fournette wasn't right, and he shouldn't have been out there. And I thought maybe Ed Orgeron would have learned a lesson from that. I mean, heck, it cost uh, playing Fournette in that game. Um, May have cost LSU to get that contest, cost him a chance to play in the Sugar Bowl, may have cost Ed Orgeron a, a chance to be the head coaching job. And for him to say on Wednesday night uh, that Darius Geis is out for the game against Syracuse, and then all of a sudden on Thursday says uh, he's going to play, and then when you actually see Geis play on Saturday, he's not himself. Just, I'm just wondering why. <laughs> I mean, if – I, I, I'm not exactly sure how they're how they're really how they're really trying to figure out these injuries and what you know who's telling them what are they taking doctors' opinions players' opinions? We've just seen it twice now happen with your star running back when he wasn't exactly right, probably shouldn't have been on the field, but yet he still played. And I know Ed Orgeron said he didn't he didn't he doesn't um, look back at it as he, as he thought he made a mistake on, on Saturday, but still it, it just seemed like it, it wasn't wise to play him at all. Uh, Daryl Williams, I tell you what, you got to like what you see from him, though. And, and I, personally, I'd like to see more of Nick Brissett. It, it almost is amazing to me that that kid's a junior. We just haven't seen much of him. Um, he had such a great career at University High, and uh, let's, I think that the best thing to do is sit Geist out in this game and get him ready for the long haul of playing seven conference games in the SEC that are upcoming and, and make sure that he is as right as possible, because you're going to need Darius Geis against Florida. I don't think you necessarily need him here tonight against Troy. Jeff Palermo, columnist at uh, www.com, Louisiana Network Sports Director. Jeff, how can people keep up with you? Oh, before we give you on, on Twitter, Jeff, give us your prediction, LSU and Troy. Well, I, I agree with you, Deke. I think it could be a lot like last week's game, where uh, you know, LSU is in control, but Troy is just kind of hanging around and is maybe two possessions away, you know, from taking the lead or you know, they're 13, 17 points down, whatever it might be, that they're they're still within striking distance. Uh, I just don't think LSU is at the point right now where they can just come out and dominate teams. I know they did it early on, but I think because of the injuries that they've had to key players, um, a couple of their top players and Darius Geis and Rashad Lawrence, I just don't think that they're able to just show up here tonight and win by 30 points. So, I'm thinking another game where they win anywhere between uh, 12 to, to, to 21 points. Uh, that that kind of a game for LSU. Jeff Palermo, Jeff, and let everybody know how they can keep up with you on social media. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Jeff Palermo LRN. Jeff Palermo LRN. Jeff, thank you so much for the time, and we'll see you in the box. All right, sounds good, guys. Thanks. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.